shining a beacon on the bazaar. We don't need to worry about the lighthouse. There's no issue here. Not a problem. I'm a cool. We're safe. You know we are trying? safe. But oh. this, is, this is part of our remit at Cracking Cove. You didn't realise this, did you? No, not all. All oh, right. Well, we can't just be sending the light out across the sea all the time. All the time. How many times have I said to you? Sometimes we have to look up. Up. So up. we're not going down at Nautilus or all. We're going up. We are going up. So what we have to do now? We've got um, we've got Thor in charge at the lighthouse. I've trained him up enough now. <laughs> he's, he's doing a really good job. He's, he's kind of threatening me a little bit. That fact. I think I should be worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, straight away. <laughs> anyway. Yes. <laughs> what we need to do now, we need to go up, up, up. What, top of the lighthouse? We know, not at all. What we do, actually, because that's where it's tethered, we are now going up towards the lighthouse top where we have tethered the Kraken Cove airship. Wow, we're taking it out yes, at last. We're taking it out. Yes, we need to go up now in our airship, Icarus. Icarus? Why, what's wrong with that? Well, yeah, no, Anyway, no. never mind! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then, up the dancers! <laughs> because this is Kraken Cove, and podcasts are trying to beacon on the bizarre. And I'm Matt. I'm a Benjamin. And let's face it, guys, we all know things are big with absolutely Billy Bonk Bonk. <laughs> He's fucking <laughs> ace, isn't he? He's loony! It's fucking loony out there. Ah, but this is where we need to keep cool, Arky. We need well, to keep cool. cool because this could be a flap. Now, it could be a flat, we don't know, but basically for those of you who have been hiding in a tunnel or anywhere else for the last few days, it's airships ahoy up there, or airships, or it could be aliens, the the governments, governments, I say, are using the term UFOs. You fucking old. Yes, so they're doing it because, in the correct context as well, it has to be said, unidentified flying objects, you know. Or, as they are not commonly known now, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Oh, is that the new one? That's the one that they're using now, yeah, that's the sort of like the, the one where people... Because if you say UFO now, people sort of think, oh, bloody hell, they've got flying saucers, yeah, all that sort of stuff, fun. you know. But now they're using the term UAP, right? UAP. Yeah, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Right. Right, so, but we're, we know, we'll stick with UFOs, we'll stick with balloons, we'll see what's going on, because we don't know. The oh. only way to know is to investigate. Now, again, same as last week, we had like a little bit of a light episode. Now, it's not going to be particularly light, as that episode wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're focusing on one subject, I think. We're going to do a little bit of a special on this, because people are a little bit frightened, a bit of a nervous, a bit yeah. worrying what's going on. Excited, people are excited. It is exciting. It's exciting, you know, but we need, we need to keep our powder dry, <laughs> The only way you can investigate this kind of thing is not just boots on the ground, it's heads in the air. Oh, yeah, baby. So here we go now, we're at the top of the lighthouse, up on yeah. the hatch here towards Ooh, Icarus. Oh, look at it, it's well smart. You didn't know about this, did you? No, I've heard, I've seen it on the books, yeah, I know you bought bit. it, but... Yeah, but the thing is, you see, you're like a little like a dog, the reckon they can't look up. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, my neck, I can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Imaclite into the cabin now of, uh, of Icarus. Oh, it's proper brand new and smart, isn't it? It's nice. It's not as ancient as this. Is it? Yeah, this is from the old days oh, of Icarus. Oh, it smells it, new, it looks, though. I'm going to have a bit of brass up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of brass up. <laughs> yeah, so it's all ready to go, is this? It's, it's smashing. So, right, close the hatch. Yep. Here we go then. Off, off, up into wow. the ether. Oh, I feel sick already, Arkin. <laughs> 
Oh yes, here we are now. We've uh, we've uh, we've reached cruising altitude. Fucking how high are we? A Kensington Lighthouse, Arkin. Yeah, we're pretty high now. We're about sort of like twenty thousand feet. Twenty thousand so. feet, yeah, right? So that's pretty high. You know what I mean? But what we're going to need to do now, we need to investigate while we're up here. We're not here, but just a fucking joyride, Arkin. Yeah. Yeah, because let's face it, what's been happening recently? So it all started. It looks like about on the eleventh of February, right? When the uh, when the Pentagon officials actually admitted that they'd shot down what they describe as being sort of a bump. They think it's going to be like a spy balloon. Yeah, yeah. Now, basically, the spy balloon on this size, it's not little, it's a big old unit. It was, it was, six, was it 60 feet. Right. That's well, how... well, it could be that, could be that very much easily could be the size. Now, what, what we have to remember as well is 60 feet, it sounds pretty fucking big for a balloon. It fucking does. But the reason why it's so big to carry anything at altitude, it has yeah. to set off from the ground. Yeah, yeah. As things get higher and higher, as you can probably tell now, right? So, try breathing with 20,000 feet. Oh yeah, it's thinner, isn't it? It's thinner, There's not yeah. much there. This is the thing. But this was travelling at forty-five thousand or forty thousand feet. Yeah. Now, um, aircraft, American, you know, like your, your, your big sort of jet jet planes and stuff yeah. like your, your jetliners, they travel around forty to forty-five thousand feet in height. Yeah. Right? So well, I thought Chinese one were higher though, wasn't it? It's the recent ones that are forty-five. Well, this one we're looking at is actually it's seen here. That, well, it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, sorry, I'm going to do a quick check there. We're, we're yeah. going to do a few. We're going to be darting around here because this is sort of hot of the press. It is hot of the press. This yeah. is like fucking So you are right. The, the first one on the 11th of February was uh, 60,000 feet. So that's that's the sort of height that's been at. That's a good cruising altitude. Is yeah, The good yeah. thing is it's kind of out of the way of planes. Yeah, yeah. It's high enough where it's sort of like it can monitor. Now, of course, the question is like, what are these things? Uh -huh. Now, I think the first one I genuinely think was a spy balloon of some sort. Massive. Do you know how much the weight of the spy equipment on it what I know go on uh, if you took apart all the electrics out of a plane that's what you got that's how heavy that shit was really yeah you know, when the, basically have you seen any pictures of it it's yeah I've seen some of it yeah He's thinking about, he's like, this is going to have cameras, thermal imagery, what else is it yeah. for, like mapping equipment? Well, it's everything it needs, it's actually a genius idea, it has yeah. got a rudimentary steering facilities on it as well, yeah, yeah. so like, rather like the old Icarus here, you know, you've got on either side, you've got yourself a little engine, you've got yourself a, 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 a propeller, yeah. you know, you've got ways of steering and controlling where you go, um, you know, this is a thing, this is a sort of like fallacy about airship travel. One of the main things as well is people think, oh yeah, but look at the high winds and things. And all yeah, that that's what gets me. Here. I don't understand the high wind bit to it. Well, again, just a quick sort of like delve into that kind of thing. At altitude, you've got very few winds to worry about. Ah. You have certain winds, things like Gulf Stream, things like that, right? So you've got right. high, almost like imagine um, imagine water tides, yeah. which are sort of flowing in certain directions all the time, constantly. But you don't have gusts, you don't have little eddies, you don't have sort of oh. things like that. You're above all that. Yes, there is wind and air movement, but because it's thinner, and uh, because you're not yeah. sort of buffeted around by the sort of by uh, the atmospheric conditions or something. Oh, I never thought that. You're right. So, the lower you get, more choppy yeah. it gets. Well, the hardest part of any uh, airship sort of like travel is takeoff and landing. Yeah. And the reason is because you close the ground. You've got thermals rising and pushing yeah, things yeah. around. So imagine it's like it's 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 really choppy waters. Yeah. Imagine it's like you're close to the shore, the sea, right? So it's smashing against the rocks, it's smashing against the sort of sands and yeah, things. Yeah. You've got rollers breaking. But the further out you get away, it gets a bit 
sort of steadier. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you get out seeing these big storms and things, it can get messy. But um, when you get higher and higher up, you're getting out of the way of the heavy turbulence, and that is where airship travel is at its uh, best. Another thing I don't get right, you know, they send it off from China. It's a fucking long way, is that? You know, in a plane zooming from like America to China, it's got to take fucking ages, isn't it? Yeah. But that balloon must have been travelling fucking a long time, you know what I mean? Not at all. No way. The bit, bit, funny enough, you've got to straight back into like the Gulf Stream sort of things, right? Yeah. The first time the Gulf Stream was ever discovered was because a uh, a plane started getting to the point where let's we, we, they sort of realised, hey, look, let's get above all the really bad winds and things. Yeah, yeah. So let's get out of the way of all this now, um, above the clouds, and start flying air, air, airliners there or, yeah. or planes there. So they took it above the clouds, started flying things out. Felt right, estimated sort of like arrival that time in four hours. Yeah. So they fly along like that, come down four hours later. They are thousands and thousands of miles over their target. Ah, it's getting pushed. So, the, so they've the joined a massive flow of wind which is travelling at hundreds and hundreds of kilometres an hour, Shit. which is circling the globe. Yeah. This is this is the truth of it. So they, they realised it was that this, this flow is going. What the Chinese, or whoever is running these balloons has done, is they've just sent it up to an altitude, use the guidance system to get it into this flow. Yeah, yeah. It's hit the flow and it's just started travelling at huge speeds. <laughs> that big wobbly balloon. Well, it, 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 it's not wobbly when it's up there. It's totally yeah. stable. The reason why is because when it sets off, it looks a little bit wobbly to these balloons. Yeah, yeah. There's less pressure as you get higher. The balloons expand oh, to right, fill yeah. the space, which is a very sort of like elasticated and strengthened balloon. Yeah, yeah. It's tight as a fucking drum by the time it's yeah, got up. There. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really tight, really solid, really hard. Yeah. If anything, they're very close to actually exploding because of the high wow. pressure. You know, if you look at some of the high altitude balloons when they set off, it looks like a baggy old ball band. <laughs> <laughs> by the time it gets to high altitude. It's tight, it's hard, it's huge. <laughs> like your ball bag. <laughs> like a young boy's ball bag. <laughs> so that's what's occurred in this sort of case, is that people, it's, it's got high, yeah. it's gone up there, and then it's just travelled. Jesus. But when people said, well, why are they bothered doing this? Why not just use satellites? We can we can focus in on this, that, and the other yeah, now. Yeah. You know? yeah, you can, but... Getting anything up into space costs a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Shit ton of money to get anything into space. They've got a jet. They've got to send it up on these rockets. They've got to use loads of fuel, and as well now a lot of spy satellites and stuff. These ways of jamming them. There's all sorts of stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. The cheap, easy, economical way of getting things about. And maybe specialised as well. It could be just that little bit of special kit thinking. Right, we need a. You know, we need a. A so many feet scan of that, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, the, the Americans didn't shoot it down for ages because they just presumed to themselves, all oh, right, uh, it can't have anything on it on board that's of any great importance. Yeah, because yeah. let's face it, well, you know, what tech could they have? What do they need to know that's not yeah. already out there on Google Maps? Yeah. I don't know. No, wrong, there's things there that they could have been studying which we don't know about, yeah. which is really. But at the same time, they could have got to a point where what we need to do is shoot it down in a safe place to investigate what this thing is. Yeah. You know? And the Chinese themselves did say, look, let's just keep it chill here. Yeah. They didn't really say, yes, it's ours. 
We are still oh. calling it the Chinese weather balloon. I thought they were pissed off that we shot it down or something. I think it could be, but then again, it's, 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 it could be like Chinese obfuscation. It could be the fact that they say, yes, it's ours, no, it's not, maybe not. Yeah. It's all a bit vague. It's all part yeah. of diplomatic circles now, you know. Other countries are good at that. China and Russia are really good at like blagging your head out. That's we're, it, you know, yeah. We're like children when we come to it. We're right honest and oh, we're such liars. You know, yeah. we're, they're a bit well way out there. So then we, we, we've noticed this and thought, bloody hell, fire. Now Next thing you know, another one there in the sky. And different, uh, this different. is at 40. This is the one 40, at 40,000 feet, you know. And when they describe it, Dan, it was, it was shot down, so it's the following day, it was shot down by an American F, uh, F-22 fighter. And it was described as small and cylindrical. With no propulsion on it. No we? propulsion, exactly right, yeah. yeah. So no, or no visible form yeah. of propulsion on it. It said, they describe it as hovering. At forty thousand feet, is that over, what you Canada, said? over Canada. Yeah. Ah, because I ain't got that bit. Hovering. Yeah, this is it. So they're actually describing this as an object about the size of a small car. God. So that in itself, it's sort of well, you know, what what's what's going on there? Yeah. The fact it's stable. The size of a small car sounds pretty big. Yeah. Um, is it big in the scheme, the scheme of things? Mm. It's, not, not really, no. But the main reason they shot this down so quickly is because it's, as you quite rightly pointed out, it's actually sort of hovering or flying or being in amongst this area where, where planes can fly. It's yeah. in airspace. Yeah, now, yeah. You know, because it's causing all, all, causing all sorts of mischief. Um, but the, what they're at now is, I think they're monitoring other ones. There's, there's another one being shot down. Yeah. Um, was it yesterday? I think it that's was. That's far altogether, isn't it? When far altogether, yeah. And this one, the, the next one that's being shot down is, is, they said hexagonal in shape. Wow. So when we're saying hexagonal, we're actually getting a little bit closer to this sort of shape of, not disc, but yeah. circular, that mm, kind of thing. It's not yeah, a square, a it's not a cigar. Yeah. But we've got one cigar shaped object. Classic UFO. I was just say, these are going to be, um, you know, if you had to do four drawings of a UFO, you'd do them four, wouldn't you? You'd do these four. Yeah. This is it. So we've got the weird sphere, we've got the um, we've got the cylindrical object, we've got ourselves a hexagonal object. Um, it's all going to be Billy Bonk Bonks. So what, what do you think? What's your opinion? Could be a bit of a wind up first. First, I just, you know, the Chinese, you know, you, you don't think UFO. The other ones coming in that makes you think. Jesus Christ, is it just going to be a wind-up? I keep thinking wind-up, you know what I mean? Is someone just, like, poking about? Well, weirdly enough, I was talking to somebody yesterday, saying, is somebody having a wind-up? And they said, oh, it'd be great at the moment, you could get all the loads of weather balloons and set them up. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. You ship them up and yeah. get them going, you know? But the issue you have then is um, you're going up into uh, into sort of dangerous airspace. Yeah. And if you are, if your fingerprint's on it, if you're found out to be the hoaxer, yeah. sending things into military airspace, Shit. you could go down for a serious length of time. We did actually have a really interesting call um, or a message about last week's episode. Oh, yeah. About the not deer. Oh, nice. Now, what the, uh, I think it was Steph. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Um, uh, they were saying about it was that they can almost imagine Somebody like oh the pantomime horse yeah. one sort of dressing that's it sort yeah, of dressing yeah. in all that gear and, and dressing up in, in a deer <laughs> outfit <laughs> and just freaking people the fuck it? out right but my argument against that is we are in hunting country yeah you got some big knackers to be winding up yeah well the chances are well it's not just hunters yeah. you know if you jump out in a, in a mad scary outfit <laughs> on the road right to scare the shit out of somebody who's carrying a fucking bazooka in a holster next to yeah. them you know they're just going to shoot you yeah, and, yeah. If, and, and the American police will turn up and say what happened here well 
I was driving along, this jumped out at me. I thought, shit, it's an animal, weird animal hunting me, I'm going to kill me. Because I found I it more sinister, you know, like, you know, like, it might not be just a person, it's just like the idea of that mimic of it. You know, all the skinwalkery again, you know. Yeah, I mean? being uh, so, like I said, there's evidence of these things being shot and not being harmed. Yeah. But if you're taking piss and wearing an outfit and doing something, or if that happens, because my argument here is, you could be faking something like that and get your. You know, get you get your ass burned, really. Yeah, yeah. Same as this. Yeah, you could send up loads of balloons and things, uh, uh, and cause aggro for the American, yeah. you know, the air force. And stuff. But it, it, it's gonna be an hard one to actually get someone big enough to be like popping up on radar or to be taken serious, isn't it? You, I, I disagree. I think, yeah. I think where the balloons are are sort of like easily kind of uh, attainable. Universities have yeah. them. If, you, right. if you've got a meteorological department at your university, you've got weather balloons. Shit, yeah? Yeah. And they're pretty it. big, I've heard, as well. Yeah, but the, the same thing again. You fill them with helium, they grow. So by, by when they're on the ground, they're just like, say, like quite baggy, quite loose. If you get into the sky, you've got yourself a fuck-off balloon. Well, you which can't, is you can't be that easy. You're not going to go down card factory and start fucking <laughs> pumping all helium in. Imagine Bill on that. <laughs> Well, America, helium's a bit cheaper because helium... It uh, comes America's from a, there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is it. You see, this is the part of it. So it could easily be from like the American continent. They might have, they might have access to it. But I don't think they have. Uh, is the Chinese weather balloon, was that full of helium, you reckon? Yes. And then other ones, all right, they could be proper UFOs, can't we? We don't yeah. know. Whether I mean, to be so, I'm saying it's full of helium. It could be full of hydrogen. Yeah. The reason it could be full of hydrogen, and all these uh, could be full of hydrogen, is because they're not manned. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter if yeah. something went wrong and it went boom. It yeah. just goes boom. There's That's nobody it. getting hurt or killed. It yeah. could be full of hydrogen. Yeah. Now hydrogen has got a much higher lift capacity than helium does. Yeah. You know, you can, you can. It, it, it's just so much better actually as a flying yeah. sort of uh, as a flight uh, a, gl- a flight gas if you like. Yeah. You know, uh, much more efficient, much more easily attainable. Obviously, the issue you've got with it is highly flammable. It's well, like you said before about it, it's, it's harder than you think to actually shoot those fuckers down. Isn't it? They used to use like fire bullets, didn't they, in the First World War against them, and then it's, it's still hard to actually get that. That's true because the issue they had with these sort of like the incendiary bullets going through is because you need oxygen in amongst the mix, which, which yeah. we have discussed before. You need oxygen in amongst the mix to actually create combustion. Yeah. Also, the uh, building of the original airships, uh, the Zeppelins as they were called were a cellular thing. So within the actual cigar-shaped tube of the Zeppelin, there was multiple cells. Yeah. So you could actually shoot one of them and it'd deflate, and it'd yeah. still stay airborne. Right. You know, that's the way they kind of work. These things are different by the looks of things so far, or at least the Chinese weather balloon will be. It's one single cell. Yeah. It's one big balloon. You pop that, it probably goes down. <laughs> it was silly looking, really, wasn't it? You know what I mean? It is a comedy thing to send across the planet. <laughs> yeah, this is it. It really is. But... I was reading a report, a report late last night. The Chinese apparently are tracking balloons or flying objects, airships of some sort, flying devices, which are in their airspace now. Jesus, so it ain't just America getting balloons. No, no it's Chinese not. Yeah. are getting it. So the report I found it said state media in China is reporting a mysterious, unidentified flying object, right, flying over eastern China's Shandong province. And is warning people in the area to stay safe as officials prepare to shoot it down. According to the Global Times, an English media outlet run by China, local maritime authorities on Sunday said they had spotted an unidentified flying object in waters near the coastal city of Ritzau in the province and were preparing to shoot it down. 
right? So the same about fishermen, people like that. Yeah, Keep yeah. an eye out, careful. We're going to shoot this down. This is the area we're going to do it in. China's seen these. Fucking hell. If you think about it as well, in just fall balloons and these Chinese ones, it's um, there were a lot over South America as well, weren't there? That didn't That's go right, into yeah. it. So if you think we've got South America, America, Canada, that these whole are continent. The one, these are also the ones we're hearing about. Yeah, yeah. So then we're going is, to China now. Yeah, so this basically... Again, one thing we could be talking about a little bit like we were joking about earlier, maybe all that's happening is we're looking up. Yeah. And people have noticed it, thinking, hang about, oi, oi, what's this that's floating over? Yeah. Could have been happening all along, to be honest. About three weeks ago, there were like a lot of fake videos about silver balls shooting around the world. You know what I mean? They're oh, was there? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like a big, you know, technology, you, know, you can't believe anything, can you? But there are a load of them there, like jet. Um, jets chasing them and all this sort of stuff but most of them I think they've said now yeah it's computer generated but then suddenly just to suddenly go into the Chinese weather balloon and then these UFOs it's like fucking coinkydinka what? Well it's difficult because I mean we do know now that the Americans are opening up about their sort of like UFO programs yeah. or what they the UAPs they're seeing they're seeing a lot of them they think are coming out of the water they think yeah. all this sort of stuff you know the, the less likely to talk about them being from space or aliens. Yeah. I think it's more on the ground or of the ground, you know. Yeah. So basically they are recognising there's loads of weird shit flying around at the moment. Now one thing I find interesting about the new balloons they're talking about, not just this Chinese weather balloon well that's what we're going to refer to this as the Chinese weather balloon, is these other items they're starting to locate are smaller, grey weird shapes. Yeah. Now then if you look at the Chinese weather balloon the shape of that, it's a classic balloon, something dangling beneath it, yeah. all that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> Absolutely classic. Mm -hmm. These could still be a helium or hydrogen filled device, a different shape yeah. with quote unquote some perhaps something on board, something inside it. Yeah. Right? And it could alright, it doesn't necessarily have a, a propulsion device that's visible. Mm-hmm. This could be a stealth balloon. Whoa. It's grey. It's different shapes. Yeah. Look at stealth aircraft. They've got weird facets to the... the that's shit they spray on them as well, isn't they? You know that's I mean? right, yeah. So there's something that which is like a coating or something which which probably evades detection. Yeah, yeah. So there could be fucking loads of these ha ha flying around. Yeah. You know, mildly sort of controlled, but if you had, say, like a gondola or something hanging beneath it with a propeller on it, that would break up the contour of it and make it detectable again yeah, yeah. by putting everything within the balloon you've got yourself a stealth cheap stealth aircraft of some sort which could be monitoring different countries oh fucking UFOs could it be aliens <laughs> 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 right <laughs> but we're touching on it like it's man made what was if it in what was if it's an invasion arcade well it, if it's not an invasion how do you know? Because if you're if you're going to invade a, a country or a planet, would you do it with party balloons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First choice. <laughs> Maybe it's that dude from fucking Filey or whatever he was. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dolphin. <laughs> well, this is the thing what we have to be careful of. We, it, right, so if, right, to swerve right back, right, okay, for example, if it is an alien invasion. Yes. Right. right. So if it's something like that, this could be the first part where the monitoring is finding out what's That's what I'm thinking, little like stealth ships go out, start, you know, they're all over the place watching, and then the big fucking V spaceships are going to come. <laughs> they're going to start eating guinea pigs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, there is the issue where it could be something which is a little bit more nefarious, and I think it is something a little bit more nefarious. Yeah. Now, the Chinese, obviously, we've got that report from China saying, like, you know, we're getting something, we're seeing stuff as well. That we're could be double blags as well, though, That's exactly it? right. It could be the old song, yeah. like, you know. Oh, well, I've got them too. What are yeah. you moaning about? <laughs> yeah, whereas the reality is they couldn't have them all, or they might be just sort of, like I said, rubbing their hands and giggling. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's <laughs> again, pretty these, funny. The, it could be the case that these things we're saying they're from China, we're saying from all these places. Whereabouts in the world at the moment needs aerial reconnaissance, looking at stuff, visuals on, on the ground? It's fucking Russia and it's on the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's where they come from, but it, they could have loads of stuff in the air. Yeah. Some of them are just off course. Yeah, yeah. Getting blown off course, blowing over their country. As far as aliens are concerned, I find it just a bit too basic technology. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't know what they are yet, though, do we? That's what gets me, you know, they're out there floating about. We don't know if they're balloons or not. They're just cylinders and different shapes, cigar-shaped yeah. silver shit out there. Yeah. And do you think? Do you think you know after Tic Tac video, I heard that he managed. It's so famous because he managed to lock onto it for a second, yeah. didn't he? Do you think with that tech of the is it? You know, that's a few years ago now. Can they lock on easier now? Uh, you know, American aircraft or aircraft in general, fighter planes. Can they actually lock on to UFOs now? Is that why they're actually managing to shoot them down? Well, the thing is, one, well, I mean, it's, it's a good point that you made up of all the Tic Tac video. So if people don't know about it, you can Google this, look it on YouTube and stuff like this. It's basically, again, an F-22, I believe it is, has locked onto this incredible aircraft. Well, it's shot Shit. out at water <laughs> or something, didn't it? It's shaped like a Tic Tac. It's, it's fucking darting around. It evades capture, off it goes. Yeah. These are nothing like, they're not my evading capture, they're just being seen, yeah. monitored, shot down, they've gone pop. But the, what they're find, actually finding as well is that the third object that they brought down was at 20,000 feet. Ooh. So that's sort of getting lower and lower in some sort of way. So I think this also points to three different types of tech on the go, you know. Yeah, so yeah. you've got yourself three balloons flying at three different heights, three different designs, coming from three different sort of like... I don't know, bases off three different sort of like uh, people, yeah. or if you want to call it quote unquote people. And they're easy detected, they're easy tracked. This particular, the last one was tracked by an F 22 to start with. Yeah. Uh, and then but they were being followed by, um, by Chinook helicopters because oh. what they wanted to do straight away is recover the material. Yeah. So the helicopters went down, they shot it down, they went and recovered it, got it straight away. So they're actually in, in possession of this stuff. But they were actually exercising caution. Because now what the finding is, I think it's the uh, uh, the chief speaker of the house in America. You know that yeah. he's sort of saying this is a crisis, absolute crisis in America. The big worry is it could be carrying biological warfare. Jesus Christ, that's so, scary. Yeah, so it could be carrying some sort of weird virus or disease over the um, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, China. <laughs> Enough, son. <laughs> <laughs> You're a puppy just full of sickly bats. How <laughs> <laughs> will they eat me? Fucking methods. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a thing. It, it's now. It's this. This fear uh, of like, what the fuck could this? Oh be? man, that's horrible. Every altitude covered. You know what I mean? You're just bacteria-based shit. Oh. Well, why do you think they're waiting until they're over the sea? Shoot them down. Uh, so People say, shoot them down, shoot them down, shoot them down. No, the president has turned and said, 
uh, let's not shoot this down yeah. over ground, you know. Because I thought that with Chinese when it was floating about and they're all screaming it, I thought, don't fucking shoot it down, man. You could just be like some bomb on it or something, or something crazy. This is the thing. This yeah, is what biological, I never thought of that. Yeah, this is the thing. This, this is the fear. This is the thing that's going on at the moment. Um, but this is also why when we talk about a Tic Tac video, that being UFOs, yeah. this is something different. Now, I'm going to just say... Say it, Aki. What? <laughs> <laughs> what we don't know. This is it. We do yeah. not know. And to actually say it's UFOs, it's hysteria. Yeah, to say yeah. it's biological weapons, yeah. it's hysteria. Yeah, we yeah. don't know. All we can do is observe, and this is what we're at the point of now. We're observing what, observing what these things are. We are speculating, but speculating within reason. If it was alien tech, I think it'd be a lot more up to date and a lot more high tech than it is at the moment. And we won't be in a note about it either. That's something that freaks me out I a little disagree. bit. I oh. disagree. I disagree. This is why there's a massive push at the moment of the US military giving out information. I think they're very close to actually saying something within our lifetimes and saying, look, this is what we've discovered, this is what's yeah, odd, yeah. this is weird. You know, whatever's happening here with, the, with these UFOs or these flying objects, these strange flying objects, whatever you want to call it, UFOs. I think it's a low tech answer to what satellites could have been doing. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. you know, and as well, each satellite, every time a, 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 a ship is launched or a rocket's launched with new satellites, everybody knows about it. Yeah, the Americans are monitoring their air, so they could right. Where's that going? Monitor it. Then they see where they're putting that air, that a satellite yeah. in the sky, and they're probably reading what what's coming to and from that yeah, satellite. Tapping into it. The Americans have now found something flying past an air balloon going, hoi hoi, what's this strange thing? Yeah. You know? And they're realising this could have been going on all along. Mm -hmm. So this is unidentified stealth tech that's yeah, going yeah. off here, you know? Simple, it, cheap. Cheap, simple. And you could have a load and loads yeah. of them, couldn't you? And it's quite clever, you know, in an age where America are talking more honestly about, you know, UFOs and all that bollocks. Um, <laughs> To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to have something that resembles a UFO, it's like quite a, a counter move, isn't it? In a way, you know, you need something up there to detect. You think, yeah, well, let's make them look like UFOs. You know what I mean? Potentially, but I don't think so. I think it's. Um, I mean, if you looked at like the the uh, Nazi sort of like towards the Nazi propaganda towards the end of there, yeah. where they were working on a UFO ship or a disc ship, yeah, yeah. sort of like a, 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 a ship of some sort, you uh -huh. know. Um, it could have been the case that the, the natural evolution of things to be as sort of like zero drag as possible is to go for strange shaped items, yeah, yeah. you know, the flying wings that everybody were talking about, stripping material down so it's zero drag or yeah. almost no drag. Perhaps the logical e evolution takes you towards what we see as UFOs or sort of strange yeah, devices yeah. to be, you know. But here, we, what I need to do now, I need to read you about another occurrence. Ooh. So basically, what we're going, we're going to Oregon now. Now, oh, Oregon, yeah. obviously, Midwest sort of thing, uh -huh. you know, a lovely, beautiful part of the world in America, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine there's a family out on a picnic, right? They've decided to, it's in Bly, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And they've gone out for a lovely picnic, and the part of like a, uh, some of the friends of theirs are coming as well. I think it's part of a scout troop, you know, yeah. or, a, or a, a, like a girl guide sort of mm -hmm. scout troop. Group. You basically have Eddie Engen, Jay Gifford, Sherman Shoemaker, Dick Patsky, and Joanne Patsky as well. So they're all between 13 and 14 year old, all these. Oh, right. They're all in car, they're all off for a picnic, you know yeah. what I mean? Lovely stuff, right? So they go out in the woods of Oregon having a really nice time of it. Uh, they're taken there by the Reverend Archie Mitchell, 
Uh, also, these are school uh, Sunday school kids, right? <laughs> I'm getting a word. <laughs> <laughs> <Pe-pe-pe-pe-pe-pe-pe-pe. laughs> so, um, and Elsie Mitchell's with them. So they've got cake. They've got all sorts of lovely stuff, right? And Elsie Mitchell, she's only 26 years old. She's pregnant, you know, with a, with a, uh, with another child. So they're out there in the woods having a great time. And while they're there, right, they saw something hanging in the trees, <laughs> right? It's a balloon. Right. We go investigate this balloon, see what's happening. Boom. The whole fucking thing explodes, wow. right? Right, a big balloon. Yes. All of them were dead. What? Right. The whole lot, all this whole group was killed. What the fuck? The whole thing blew up and it killed everybody. So it killed six Americans, five kids, and one adult who survived out. Shit, when were these? This was 1945. Oh. And what happened was, this was a Japanese balloon bomb. Fuck. What the Japanese had done is they (laughs) built this. That's well tight. Yeah. Here we go. That is them inflating the balloon. Uh. As you can see, and I'm showing Ben a picture, we'll put this on our social media. This balloon is big. It's huge. And it was the Japanese that discovered the jet streams. Ah. So they had discovered these super fast jets of air and where they were flowing around the world. They did loads and loads of tests on it to find where these were. They mapped them, did the Japanese during World War II. Right. Where these jet streams are flowing, where they could get to. And they realised one of them flew straight across to good old USA. Bloody hell. They built this incredible balloon. And it's made of things like wicker, um, uh, natural materials, papers things like this wow. and underneath this <laughs> they put a fucking massive bomb they put a fucking massive bomb uh. there was automated pressure release devices on this on this particular balloon uh, where if it got to a certain height it would uh, ventilate gas if it went too low it would trigger sandbags to drop Bloody it hell. had timers on it so that it only started to descend when it got to a certain part of the USA, when it hit the USA, you know, the the, the mainland, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't come down over the sea. That everything timed to precision. God, that's crazy. This is it, and it created a terrifying flap in America during 1945 when they realised Japan was bombing America with balloons. I thought they had. Um, I thought it were over with Japan by 1944. No, no, they were still going. I think it was 1946 was the... Uh... Oh, I thought they were fucking... So, this was, so these balloon bombs were going off on the 5th of May, 1945. Uh, it was uh, the uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were in uh, August of 1945. Oh, fair play, fair play. So it could have been, it could have been like a last-ditch thing. But, but yeah. one thing you have to remember about a lot of these weapons that were going off, same as the Nazis and things like this, their the mega weapons they were yeah. designing. They were designing and creating, like, even like the V2 bomb, bombers, that, which are the big rockets. Yeah. Which, of course, then Werner von Braun was working on these and eventually became part of the American rocket program. These programs were all being worked on in, in, in Germany 
right to the very very no, last minute that. Yeah. was it thunder weapons or something yeah it, 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 it yeah. looked proper like this is the bit we're just going to spawn it once and we'll turn the yeah, tide that's all we need, all we need is that one yeah. hit you know and the Japanese were doing the same thing but they were actually working on their own principles and how they do things wow yeah. that's incredible some ticking clockwork exploding balloon they're sending yeah. up in the well that's it but then it got to the point then where the American fighter jets the, Mugs, the Mustangs and stuff yeah, yeah. they're flying along the coast they're finding these balloons they're shooting them down so there were a few then there was a few there wasn't it wasn't like this massive barrage yeah. but it did what it deserved what it needed to do yeah caused it terror terror yeah, absolute yeah. terror and this is one of the things it's i mean think of a cheaper way of creating terror of a country mm, yeah. flying balloons just coming across your airspace mm. and what's it doing is massive distraction and that's the thing that, that's another angle we're not covered yet is it all a distraction yeah. so we've got another report Right, so this other report, right, and it says this is coming from um, this comes from the Russians. Mm. Russians, absolute terror, right? They're finding, they're seeing things in the sky. I've heard that a few, you know, maybe two or three months ago. There's a massive thing about stuff going over, you know, major cities in uh, yeah, Russia. Yeah, well, this is it, you see. But again, surveillance stuff, you know. So they, they said that the balloon they spotted was coming down from the southwest and following a north-easterly direction along the Ivangorod-Dombrova railway. And this in spite of the fact that a north-east wind was blowing. God. The balloon was going against the wind, they thought. Is this recently then? Right. The balloon disappeared behind the clouds, right? But a, a few days later, the further reports were saying they're sighting German balloons, right? And they're becoming more and more frequent. Then, 22nd of March, a balloon was seen over another railway station. This is a time and again the scene about them. These balloons over railway stations, right? The Russian military were firing upon them, and the New York Times reported that the Russian government intended to make a formal protest to the, to the Germany, right? To the German government. Yeah. They were absolutely furious about these balloons. This was in 1892. 1892. This is pre-World War One. So they were absolutely terrified. There were certainly were German spies over there. A Russian commander is reported to have demanded permission to expel civilians from the border areas, ninety percent of whom were Jews, <laughs> <laughs> who were regarded by the Russian authorities as certain to be friendly to an invading force and already acting as spies for Germany. This is while the Jews were being ejected from St. Petersburg, right, for what was known as the Pale of Settlement. So there were already these fears were going through the, 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 yeah. the, the area, you know, I mean, people are terrified, things are flying over, they're looking to the skies mm. and finding what's going on. This is exactly what's happening now to a certain extent. Yeah. We're frightened, it's yeah. at a time of absolute sort of uncertainty, a time of potential great war could be coming, yeah. what do we do? Balloons are in the sky again, <laughs> you know? Yeah, true, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much so. It's, it's, it's a terrifying thing, but we are frightened of what's in the sky. We can't. We've no control over it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're in land a lot of the time. It's like Germany ourselves. We're in the centre of the, of the country. You yeah. know, uh, America. It never feels safer than it does on land. You know, yeah. huge land mass in the middle of somewhere. A lot of Americans never even see the sea. Yeah, yeah. And they feel quite safe because of that. You know, yeah. the thing, biggest fear. For Americans, it's other Americans. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, the rest of it, yeah. they've had it so kind of lucky. Whether all right, nine eleven and all that sort of stuff. You know, it was the first time they've had that fucking massive. Relatively, panic. it's a blip, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Compared yeah. to the safety that they felt. 
Yeah, so this is the thing. So they've got, they've got their own fears. Now, How? what's the biggest way to frighten an American is is something flying over, which could damage the Central yeah. American, you know. The, oh, I'll the, tell you what was awful. You know when they shut down the Chinese power bulletin, and they're all like, you know, the people on the beach are like, we got it, yeah, woo, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Fucking hell. You want to get more cliche? Well, they want to whoop anything up, don't they? No, no, they? no I'm like, oh, I hate when they whoop it up. <laughs> This is it, you know. But then again, you see, it's like the easiest thing to actually cover everything up. Is it's a weather balloon. Mm. Example: Roswell incident. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, again, for those people who don't know about the Roswell incident, it was 1947. It was on in a, 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 a farm area there. This is, but basically, they sent out a, a decorated captain who'd been sort of like in World War Two. Yeah. He was a guy who knew things. He yeah. knew stuff. He knew he knew an air, air balloon from the other side of you know whatever. You know, he yeah, knew his stuff. Yeah. He's got experience yeah. with that shit. And so the first thing they said, oh, it's a downed air balloon. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the sort of thing they use there. It's, and it's, it's, it's the first thing you're going to say if people are I think frightened. they showed pictures, didn't they? They were yeah. like, right, don't show that, show this. He's been yeah. nice weather balloon. It was just this guy, you're fine. Yeah, this is it. You know, so to call something a weather balloon, I think now that excuse is getting a bit tired. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? It's definitely not weather balloons or anything like that, you know. I mean, they could say they are spy balloons, spy, things like that. Definitely they could be, you mm. know. But we just don't, again, we just don't know. Now, another thing that's been happening was the mystery airship flap of 1896 to 1897. This really? has happened as well. This was a period of high strangeness in the USA because airships were seen and being described before they were really popular and being used. People were just seeing these fucking massive flying... Zeppelins. Well, there were. There's some, of the some of the descriptions are absolutely bizarre. So, for example, um, a specific case was a, a newspaper called uh, the Sacramento Bee and the San Francisco Call mm. reported the sighting of 18th of November 1896. And witnesses reported a light moving slowly over Sacramento on the evening of the November 17th. And they said that a dark shape was behind the light. So imagine there's something looming yeah. which had a big light on it. Whoa. Time and time again, this was the sighting that a lot of people saw. At night, large ship with a spotlight God. beaming out. They're saying that he had trouble. He had to get above a, a, a steeple, which was there, which was a thousand foot elevation or something. So he had to avoid it hitting church steeples and all sorts of stuff, you know. It's frightening, though, isn't it? A slow moving, massive object with yeah. a searchlight on it, and you don't know what it is at yeah. night. Exactly, you know. Um, one of the earliest accounts was Colonel H.G. Shaw claimed that while driving his buggy through the countryside <laughs> near Stockton, he came across what appeared to be a landed spacecraft. He said it had a metallic surface, completely featureless, apart from a rudder and pointed ends, mm. very much like a classic airship, you know. He estimated it a diameter of 25 feet, and the vessel was 150 feet in length. God. He said three slender, seven-foot-tall, apparent extraterrestrials were said to approach from the craft while emitting a strange warbling noise. <laughs> yeah. This is 1896. Whoa. Yeah? So, again, during this flat, right, one witness in Car uh, Arkansas, uh, he was allegedly a former state senator, he was, told, he was apparently told by an airship pilot that the craft was bound for Cuba to use its Hotchkiss gun to kill the Spaniards. Wow. So this was one where they weren't thought to be, um, uh, uh, they thought they were sort of like special weapons, they weren't yeah. actually UFOs. Um, one account from Texas, right, says um, that these five peculiar dressed men came down from an airship 
and asserted that they were descendants of the lost tribe of Israel and had learned English in 1553, right, from an expedition led by Hugh Willoughby. What the fuck? Yeah. It's, 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 right. it's like some Doug McLean. <laughs> Doug McClure stuff, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But, um, an article in the Albion Weekly report that two witnesses saw an airship crash just inches from where they were standing. The airship suddenly disappeared with a man standing where the vessel had been. The airship pilot showed the man a small device supposedly enabled him to shrink the airship small enough to store the vessel in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. How good's that? That's brilliant. <laughs> this is all 1897. The St. Louis Dispatch. 10th of April, 1897, reported that one W.H. Hopkins encountered a grounded airship about 20 feet in length and 8 feet in diameter. Think how small that is. Yeah, yeah, You know? It says, the vehicle was apparently propelled by three large propellers and crewed by a beautiful nude woman and a bearded man. <laughs> also nude. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, so Hopkins tried to communicate with him and they pointed to the sky and uttered something that sounded like the word Mars. Shit. So if the word from Mars, they wouldn't be calling it Mars, yeah, would they? You yeah. know what I mean? And they wouldn't be, well, you know, it's all a bit weird. April 16th, 1897. This is from the Table Rock Argus. Claimed that a group of anonymous but reliable witnesses had seen an airship sailing overhead. The craft had many passengers. The witnesses claimed that among the passengers was a woman tied to a chair, a woman attending her, and a man with a pistol guarding their apparent prisoner. Before the witnesses thought to contact the authorities, the airship was already gone. What? That is some bizarro stories there, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, you know? So you've Getting got a bit sexy. <laughs> Getting a bit twitch. I know. <laughs> yeah, so this is like 1897, the Dallas Morning Herald, April the 19th. An airship had smashed into a windmill, later determined to be a sump pump. So that's a windmill they just used yeah. for something water. Belonged to a Judge Proctor. The occupant was dead and mangled, but the story that presumed the pilot was clearly not an inhabitant of the world. Strange hieroglyphic figures were seen on the wreckage which resembled a mixture of aluminium and silver, and it must have weighed several tons. Whoa. So that is some weight is that carrying, right? And ain't just seeing it, it's there all smashed yeah. up, isn't it? Also, April 19th, 1897. Published by the Yates Centre Farmers Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, his son and tenant, witnessed an airship hovering over his cattle pen. Upon closer examination, the witness realised that a red cable from the airship had lassoed a heifer and had also become entangled in the pen's fence. After trying unsuccessfully to free the heifer, Hamilton cut loose a portion of the fence, then stood in amazement to see the ship and cow all rise slowly and sail away <laughs> the first alien abduction of a cow wow so there you have yeah, it they did it on purpose they were nicking his cow and it got tangled up in fence that's what he's thinking is yeah, yeah, yeah that's weird but even before that in 1880 July 29th a witness in Louisville Kentucky saw a flying object described as a man surrounded by machinery which he seemed to be working with his hands with wings protruding from his back and merely a month later, there was a sighting in New Jersey of a man who was apparently wearing bat's wings and improved frog's legs. <laughs> the monster waved his wings in answer to a whistle from a locomotive. <laughs> this is looking some trippy shit, But this is the thing, this is the sort of thing we're looking at, right? We're waiting yeah. for strange occurrences, strange things in the, in, the, in the sky, flying stuff, you know what I mean? That's all sort of flapping around and that. It's all a bit weird. And gone on for centuries. 
Well, there's centuries, yeah, I suppose it has 100, about 140 years, we're talking. We're going to reports back to 100, about 145 yeah. years ago there, you know. So it does show that these things have been sort of like happening, you yeah. know. A very interesting one here is the Red Balloon Scare of 1940, <laughs> right? Now, this was sort of like, this is from, this is in Britain, was this one? So this is an, uh, this is part of the uh, uh, a news report, and it says enemy gas, and it's extraordinary rumours in eastern English and Scottish coastal districts followed the discovery yesterday of a number of small balloons. These were harmless British meteorological balloons, but stories which had spread in various parts of the country had suggested they were of enemy origin and they contained dangerous gas. At Kings Lynn, these which is just outside Norfolk, these stories led to a police issuing the following statement. The enemy has dropped balloon toys, which may contain gas, highly flammable, and explode on being touched or handled by the lines attached. Oh. The uh, Royal Observer Corps should be informed if any of these are found. They were fine to actually consider, when they did find these, they were full of hydrogen. So uh, yes, they were flammable, yeah. but flammable gas to help them fly. Yeah, that's what they sort of discovered. That's kids. right, yeah. So, you know, so they weren't necessarily dangerous. How many were there? 99 of them. Booyah! I mean, during the during World War, uh, when the the big Zeppelin scare was going yeah, on yeah. over over mainly over London, but this did happen over all of the east coast of, of England. Yeah. Hull was targeted by airships. Wow. Scarborough was bombed by airships. And we had the uh, the airships beforehand, didn't we? We had um, that big balloon come over like Kirkstall Road and over Vickers Tank Factory and all that. Bossing. That was that was the Graf Zeppelin. Yeah, that was that, it. That was it. There was a Graf Second Zeppelin. Second old sneaky photos, wasn't it? Well, it, and they said that blew off course. Well, the. the they claimed it did. Yeah. They claimed it blew, of course. What was happening at the time was um, both Graf Zeppelin and the Hindenburg, made by the Zeppelin company, mm. were both incredible technological feats of, of engineering. Yeah. Everyone who knows about the Hindenburg and talks about the Hindenburg, constant references about the Hindenburg. I'm sick of hearing about the Hindenburg's <laughs> negative traits as a piece of engineering. It was mm. superb. It was an amazing sort of uh, 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 machine. It should never have contained hydrogen. Mm. It should have contained helium. It was built for helium. Mm. The, all the cells that were on board, when it was actually flying, it was actually on board. It was, I think it was about two-thirds capacity full was this particular airship. Now, yeah. for those who don't know, I'm sure you do know, the Hindenburg was flying over New Jersey eventually on one of its flights towards Brazil. As it got to this uh, 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 the stopping-off point where it was dropping and taking off passengers in, in America, um, uh, I think it was like an electric... It was. I think it could have been like a charged line mm. so it could be an earth so like static hit it ignited this the, 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 the airship which blew up and, and all the hydrogen on board it ignited and blew it to pieces thus destroying the whole thing of the airship mm. uh, 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 industry in the UK which is never in the world that's never taken off again what people forget to talk about is the Graf Zeppelin was regularly doing flights from Germany to America wow. to Brazil yeah well, Brazil, it's always had contacts. Germany and Brazil have always been great. Yeah, yeah. South America, as we know from where all the Nazis went yeah. to. The, the boys in Brazil. Yeah, the boys exactly, this is it. You know, there were regular flights of this amazing airship 
to Brazil and back all the time. Oh, dozens and dozens and dozens of flights. Yeah. It was taken. Super safe. And you could have fly, flown on a Graf Zeppelin. You could have a tea on there, listen to an orchestra, yeah. you had cocktail. You could have smoked on there. Wow. They, had a, they had a hermetically sealed room on there, zinc lined, where wow. you could sit and smoke your cigar, read a paper, and look out of the I've window. I've seen it, kid. Like, yeah. ah, kid. Indiana Jones 3. Oh, look at it! You're wobbling there, you Fucking know me. Mike TV. I'll stop. It <laughs> 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 was <were> funny. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, the, but these airships that were actually designed to start with were a little bit, um, a little bit sort of primitive to start with. But as they work, as with anything, you know, when they work hard enough at it, they create the, the big German uh, 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 engine manufacturer called Maybach. Oh, they, yeah. they create these huge diesel engines of immense power for the time. So these Zeppelins were run by about four of these engines on large sort of like scaffolds, sort of like structures that stuck out from the side. And powered off diesel, it would diesel off juice. These in massive there. diesel engines. That kind of thing, you know. Um, but of immense power. And what they did, they'd fly these airships at night over the North Sea, yeah. come up across England and drop bombs, just physically drop bombs. They started first by just throwing them out the windows. God. They just had stacks of bombs and throwing them out the windows. Out right? window. Yeah, this is it, you know. And what they did then, of course, they had this, they've got these huge lamps in London and the big cities and they'd shine them through the sky mm-hmm. and they'd illuminate these amazing Zeppelins. And, and we'd have biplanes then fly up and take you know, take them on in combat. That's mental, in it? It's a low-tech yeah. steampunky type yeah. shit. It's I think weird. one of the first people to ever actually shoot down uh, uh, one of the airships was actually a biplane at a pilot who was part, I think he's part of the Cadbury's family. Oh, right. Cadbury's chocolate family, yeah. Cool. He, he eventually shot them down. But they did find, as we talked about before, the incendiary bullets they used to fire on the Zeppelins and the airships at the time weren't always successful in setting it online. Yeah. These were tough, durable things. Yeah. But their way of actually sort of combating this eventually, they thought, well, we're just getting blown up all over the place. Immensely dangerous job it was to be an yeah. airship pilot at the time. They went higher uh-huh. and higher and higher and they got to the point where they were so high the airships couldn't get to them now first you mean the planes couldn't get to the sorry, airships sorry yeah the, the, yeah the plane the biplanes couldn't you're get to the airships you're fucking high <laughs> <laughs> so they could even they're going to fight at 40,000 feet oh so they're going to these safe heights where planes can't get to them and they were dropping bombs on the UK obviously the accuracy of the bombs are yeah, a lot a less lower. because of the height they're still hitting but the they terror. still had the You've just said it. Yeah, they yeah. were still having the impact. That they were they pretty silent then? I know they had the diesel going and that, but were they quite quiet? Well, weird enough, um, they were. They made noise. So, what? How do you actually find out if something's making a lot of noise? You so, for example, open your lug oils. You do, but if your lug oils are strong enough, this is big horn things or something. Yes. Oh, cool. They made <laughs> things called sound mirrors. Wow. Now a sound mirror is a gigantic concrete dish. Yeah. Right? I've and seen them somewhere. Well they have one of them which is off the east coast of Yorkshire. There's yeah. a sound mirror still there. Kilsney sound mirror is still there. Wow. And the weird thing is there's a metal pole protruding from it and that shows the sweet spot. So you could go there at night or whenever, you could stand at that sound mirror, put your ear to where it needs to be. This 
huge dish would amplify all sound coming in from over the North Sea, and oh. you could hear airships coming. Oh, that's mental. Yeah, I love what low techy kind of stuff. Just a concrete disc and a metal pole. Yeah, this is it. You know, but it was and it and it worked. The, this tech worked at the yeah. time. You know, and because but the main thing is, were largely they were ineffective. They did cause a lot of fires and aggro, but the main weapon, the big weapon. Mm. That's what happened, yeah. and this is what we're seeing now. Here we are. We're at a time of the high-tech age. We've got, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. Mm. We're looking to colonise Mars. We've got genuine plans in foot to do mining on the moon. Mm. You know, we've got self-driving cars. We've got terror balloons. We've got terror <laughs> balloons. The balloons are back, and the fear of the balloons are back. So <laughs> perhaps the weapon that they're designed for is working. Yeah. It's frightening us. That's what could be happening, or we could be completely wrong. And it's, it's an invasion! Who's to know? We I'm don't going know for this. invasion, I reckon we'll be all like feeding them guinea pigs within about two weeks. They'll be down well, or be to, down. You need to describe what you're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> Number V, the TV well, series. The what, what series? V. The what series? TV series. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Your childhood is almost like you were brought up like fucking that thing off of Goonies. <laughs> Well, you're just in a room watching telly in fucking wieners. Baby Ruth! <laughs> Give me a like, wobble. Everything in your life is just TV. Oh, look, I won't honestly be brought up in the same. You were reading books, I'm watching telly. What's up with you? Well, anyway, we can see which is most effective. But when you took it in, though, oh, you took it in. And. and no, so the, basically what it was, this TV series called V, back in the 80s, the aliens did come down, there were reptilians living as humans with human makeup on, <laughs> the only thing they ate was live prey, which is things like guinea pigs Yeah, and then they were going to be us on it, so I reckon, yeah. Yeah, so they were going to yeah. eat us as well. Next uh, week. The next week it could be. <laughs> so by now, we don't know, this is this is now, we're, we're recording this on the Monday, uh, it could be by uh, by Friday, it's all over and done with. I don't think it will be. I think this will run. Yeah, run. I do. I reckon we've got a good couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't want it to be monolith. That were really, I was really getting excited about those monoliths before, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago in lockdown and that. But now, yeah. I just want it to be a bit more juicier than that. I think it will be because the monoliths were harmless. So these were the chrome monoliths that got put up all over the, all over the world, which is a strange thing. But we... Um, we're looking at something which is actually invading sort of like a country's airspace. Yeah. You're involved well, China's in China's as well now. That's that is such a, a juicy one. That. What we need to do now is I think we need to stay up here in uh, in Icarus. Yeah. I think we need to patrol the skies. And I am making a prediction here. I think we'll soon be seeing a balloon over the UK. Oh yeah! This week, I think we're going to be seeing a, a balloon over the UK. Yeah. So keep your guys out, guys. Keep your eyes out, guys. Nice Watch the skies. Look upwards. Tell us what you see. And if you see, happen to see us, give us a little wave. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't everything. shoot us down, America, please. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're fully aware of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've fully got aware of us. Yeah, yeah. we've got. We've got uh, everyone's got the thumbs up already for <laughs> Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do see Icarus flying past, give us a little wave. But until then, we'll we'll be patrolling. So it's going to be a big bye bye from Matt. There's a bigger bye bye from Bennett. I don't mean it this week. Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at Cove. Or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod. Ha ha!